Japur's Clothing is a new stylish black-owned brand established in 2016. They explore unfamiliar territories in the clothing industry by tailoring their Euro Street vibe into their entire product line to enrich their vision to their customers and all of their clients. In a world where you can be anything, Japur says, be you, be versatile. Shapur's clothing can also be found at www.shopshapurisclothing.com. And Shapur's clothing is also an official partner of this show, Real Talk with the Six Man. Shapur's, be you, be versatile. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Um, May is Mental Health <clears throat> Mental Health Awareness Month, and I was looking up some information, and it said back in the nineteen forties that it's been a national um, one of the, one of the things that people look at um, every month in May nationally. So they said that they've been looking at this mental health uh mental health awareness month since 1949 and the uh, national alliance on mental health and mental illness is the website um that i got this information off of it's m it's nami.org and i've been looking on this website for about the last two days and just looking at different aspects of mental health overall and so i got a friend who wants to uh, help me talk about this and uh, it's, it's, it's funny because um, she's been like the the champion of guests since since I started this thing. I mean, I think she's been on the show at least three or four times now. So um, I think it's always cool to have a guest that's coming back to um, share their perspective on um, certain topics. So, Miss Daphne, can I start out with this? Absolutely. Can I start out with you telling me how Dubai was? Because I haven't been there yet. Oh. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> no need to be jealous. No need to be jealous. Um, Dubai was actually amazing. It was everything that you see in the pictures. It is all about glam there and everything. I mean, for God's sakes, their taxis are Lexuses, for God's sakes. Like, really, right. who, where did they do that at? In Dubai. Right. Um, but it was it was a really, really great experience. I think that everyone should at least go once. I'm actually going to go back because on this trip, it was more of a kick it with my girl from one of my girlfriends who is stationed overseas and vacation with her. And um, but next time I want to go clubbing because she brought her daughter with her. So we really okay. couldn't go out and hang out and kick it, kick it. Um, and I wasn't able to link up with one of my friends over there to go to, to the club, but I'm actually, I'm going to go back, um, probably make it a girlfriend's trip or something in around about that to go and just hang because there's so much stuff to do, but it was amazing. So thanks. 
That's what's up. I mean, I saw some of the pics. I was like, yes, when I get a chance to talk to her, we going, yeah. Yeah, and Maldives, too. Don't sleep on Maldives. Maldives I know, I was know. amazing. I and know. so they, they're like over uh, a thousand um, islands there. So we okay. went to a family-friendly island for her daughter. But go, I'm, next time I go, it's going to be me and a boo or something in around about that. I'm going where the adults at. Okay. <laughs> you said you said it's a thousand islands? Over a thousand islands. Why that so make up many the islands? Yeah. They just they just broke off in smaller pieces. I think so. I think okay. so. And different resorts have their own island and different things like that. So it's not okay. like you just go to one place and this is where you at and you can go to all these other different places. Nah. It's not like the United States. Okay. Okay, well, let's dive right into this thing, man, because there's been a lot in the news. There's been a lot going on. Like I say, I've been watching and looking on um, this website, NAMI.org, which is the official home site for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, and this month is National um, um, Mental Health Awareness Month um, across the across the nation. And it says a, a lot of people are walking around with um, mental health um, issues and mental health um, concerns. And, you know, nine times out of 10, they're not diagnosed. They don't know they have a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. So therefore it's an issue because they can't even get it fixed. So I want to run down a few issues that um, popped up recently. Um, I know myself, there was a story about a young man. Um, he was actually a football player who um, was um, homeless and um, he needed um, stable housing to actually finish off his um, senior year for playing football for one of the local um, high schools here in my area. And he was just recently charged with murder. He was wow. recently charged with murder. He um, shot, fatally shot his girlfriend. And in, in the report, um, it says that he stated that she shot herself. But when they did the um, the autopsy, it shows that it wasn't it was no it was no way she was able to shoot herself. So they're basically saying that he's been alleged of the person who who shot her. And um, after I did a little bit of digging, a little bit of research, kind of found out it was a lot of people that was backing this young man. I mean, they were they were going for bat for this young man, trying to find him housing you know, trying to find him um, resources and finances so that way he could finish off his um, senior year playing football and come to find out, Daphne, that um, he wasn't even homeless. Wow. He wasn't even homeless, and he had a, a home with the family out in Largo, Maryland. And um, it to me, it's sad. Like, I don't have the full scope. I don't have the full scope of it, but that's um, kind of what I've got um, from a person um, I would say a, a viable, a, a valid resource um, because his son is familiar with this young man because they play football together. Oh. So that was that was one of the incidents that 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 kind of made me think, like you know, you know, when you look at the news and you hear about stuff like this, you go, you know, it, you know, why? But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you like, well, what if it's something wrong with him? I mean, that's just like this young lady who you know, push the 74-year-old man off the mm -hmm. bus. What's mm -hmm. going, what, what was going on with her? You know what I mean? I, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that, I mean, I understand that you have a hard time, you know, dealing with life or whatever you may be going through. And I understand that life can be hard sometimes, but still at the end of the day, you know, when I saw the video after I heard what happened, after I saw the actual video, um, it's, 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 it's sad to say, but this was premeditated because in her mind, she, oh, yeah. had, a thought, she had a thought in her mind that she was going to push this old man off the bus when he got, you know, you know, with, within a certain area of her. And it's just like when she pushed him and he fell off the bus and his face hit the ground, he didn't move. I was like, you know what? And then when I found out that he died from his injuries, I was like, you know, she made a decision regardless of what it was to do this. And now her life is over with. Oh yeah. So it's like now that her life is over with and she's going to be in jail for the rest of her life. Does she able, is she going to be able to get, the necessary help that she may need if there's something going on with her. And lastly, it was another um, story about a young lady who was pregnant and another young lady killed her and removed the wound from her body, called emergency 911, called emergency services on the phone and act like it was the victim and was basically saying that, you know, um, she was having problems with the baby and somebody needed to come help her. She needed help and kind of find out it wasn't the victim. It was the person who actually, you know, did, you know, kill her and remove mm -hmm. the baby. And I was just like, wait, who, 
Who does that? P- Listen, I've heard that. I've heard that narrative before. I've heard that before. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, and and, and I and I'm still trying to learn, you know, to find out what's going on with that story as well. But I'm just like, like who? Who 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 rips how a does this out of the womb? Like who, who? How does that even happen? Like how does your brain? How does your brain process to tell your body, look, this is what we get ready to do? Well, I mean, I think that um, a lot of it comes from there. It's there's multiple factors. So it could be biological, it could be uh, gene related, um, maybe uh, some type of attachment or detachment issues and. Um, Enviness. It could be so many different things that could factor into something like that. Maybe something related to her childhood. Maybe somebody in her, uh, her maybe her siblings or somebody were taken from her, and you know what I'm saying, uh, separated from each other. And maybe she felt like that was something that she may have wanted to have that love back or to have that child back or different things like that. So there's many different factors that can go into a reason why somebody would do something like that. I mean, but the young lady that that she killed was Murray. What does that have to do with the young the, so, the so I guess so mentality. I guess yeah, so I guess in my mind, I'm just trying to figure out we're well, not trying to figure out, but just trying to comprehend maybe possibly the full scope, like was it something else going on between the couple and her uh, doesn't that, there have been times where that narrative has played out, and the the um the victim didn't know the other person okay so i don't know this story per se um but i don't know you know how they are related how they knew each other how they got in each other's vicinity but some sometimes people prey on people you know uh she could have been a neighbor and they just spoke in the hallway you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and they just had like basic dialogue in the hallway and maybe she talked to her she thought she was nice maybe she you know different things like that different things run through people's minds and if you think about the things that happen in movies that stuff i mean the writers have creative minds but they've gotten some of that stuff from somewhere right (laughs) it's these, these are actual life events that happen to people all the time you may not always hear it in the news but it happens right and so um i was able to uh find the story um, and it says that um, <clears throat> chilling new details emerges of the murder in Chicago of a woman whose baby was ripped from her womb. It says that authorities uh, suspect that a young lady, I don't want to say her name, is intended on raising um, the baby as her own after her 20-year-old son died from natural causes. So uh. it's like her her son died from natural causes and now she was taking the other baby Mm -hmm. yeah so this is this is this is yep this is crazy yeah they you know she lost she lost something that was important to her and i i pegged it as as a sibling or anything like that i didn't even think of the loss of a child which that should have been the first thing i thought about but yeah you you know you feel you want that feeling back you want your baby back you know what i'm saying and instead of her going out and possibly you know, having one of her own, the easiest thing for her to do is go take somebody else's mentally for her in right. her mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm reading I'm reading some of this stuff, man, and it basically is just you know it's gruesome. It's basically saying that um, the young lady removed a butcher knife from the kitchen and went to work after she killed her. Does it talk about their relation? Um, it doesn't really get into the relationship. It says the mother and daughter were denied bond during court appearance on Friday. Who's the mother and daughter? Um, says charged with concealing a murder who denied bond. Facebook was able to help arrange the meet between the two uh, baby. So it looks like it looks like she was going to meet this lady to pick up some baby items, and that shit went left. It looked like well, she, she had she, a motive. Yeah, and that's what it looked like because the the meet was between Facebook, and they were meeting up to pick up some some baby stuff. And wow. the young the young lady went missing. So some they called in. You know, they said that um, she had a three year old son at daycare. She didn't show up. For daycare, and then it said that uh, young lady called paramedics claimed that she had a birth to a baby at home and was experiencing comp- and was experiencing complications. DNA tests later revealed 
um, that the baby who was currently in grave condition at, at grave condition at the hospital was this um, lady who died's mother. So yeah, it's, it's and and I think that uh, and people don't think things through because the the hospital would do also do an examination on you. They want to test test you and right. find out what's going on with the child and different things right. like that. So they obviously <clears throat> there's some type of mental disconnect there. Um, with them not connecting the dots and um, understanding how that part goes. And it's sad to e to even go any further. That was a mother and daughter team doing that. Well, it, 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 it looks like, <clears throat> yes, that's what it looks like. It looks like it was a mother and daughter. And then it, it looks like it's also a male involved too. He's 40. The mother is 46 and the daughter is 24. Wow. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is, you know, in my mind, you know, people people hate to say, oh, they not, don't say mental health, they need to be in jail. <laughs> well, think about it. You know, what normal person with a normal mind, you know, thinks like this? Right. You know, to collaborate in a, in a way where you got a 40-year-old man, a 46-year-old woman, and a 24-year-old woman conspiring on a 23-year-old. And, I mean, and because of the trauma that she had endured, with right. losing a son, right. and I don't know whether that's her mother. Well, it's a mother team, so then she also lost a grandson, and the impact that that may have had on them mentally and emotionally could have been the driving force. Right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like it was a meetup situation that was arranged through Facebook. The lady was coming to uh, the home to uh, look at some baby items that they said that they had for her, and the young lady never left that house because she ended up dying. Yeah, that's that's wild right there. And so it just makes me think, you know, it just makes me think about, you know, even the dude that, um, you know, that was at that Mall of America that pushed that three-year-old boy off that, that third floor tip. And they said that, you know, he actually, um, you know, I, I'm not sure to a degree of, you know, what the, um, what the, um, to the degree of the, the the mental health issues that he had, but I know that they said that he he had been banned from the mall. Mm. They so said there may he, have been some previous event correct, incidents. Correct. They said there was a few incidents um, and that he was banned from the mall and that he did have some mental health um, stuff going on that was, re that was recorded basically mm -hmm. on, on mm -hmm. paper. But yet he was able to get in that mall again and throw that three-year-old boy off that balcony. I'm sorry, five-year-old boy off that third-floor balcony um, in the mall. And you know, from what I heard, that the little boy was still in the hospital. You know, um, you know, clinging to his life, trying to fight. Um, and it just made me think about my daughter. My daughter's five. And and you know what I mean? uh, and I pray that he he pulls through. But you Absolutely. have to also think about the the mental and emotional toil that has taken on the little boy, his right. family and how he's going to grow up. Right. right. And the impact that's going to help that's going to have on his future. Right. Yeah. So, you know, in, in just in your thoughts, like, like, like talk about, you know, um, I heard Oprah, she was saying that, she didn't want mental health to be a stigma anymore. She said that she wants it to be normal. She said she wants mental health to be normalized to the point where it's an opening and welcoming conversation for people to have. But how does that happen? Um, dialogue such as this. Um, okay. um, I think that in, in more in urban communities, it's more of a stigma. Um, I don't think um, it's per se worldwide stigma. Um having conversations such as this, recognizing and accepting that it exists and that it's a, a real issue. Um, because that I think that that is the, the main problem that people think that it's not really a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like they think that um, it's, it's something more, how can I explain it? I think that they think that it's, it's something that can't be fixed. Like once, once it happens, that's mm -hmm. just it. Right. And so it's just like, oh, well, we can't do nothing about it. 
Right. So whatever. That person just turned crazy, so they just crazy for the rest of their life, which is not true. Right. Because mental health is not just one. It, 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 there's so many factors that go into it, and it's not just one one thing. There's different different uh, forms of it, and it comes in different doses, and it's not always severe. There's um, sometimes it's the depression that's part of mental health. Sometimes it's um, uh, insecurities that can 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 mess up your mental mental health and your your emotional state. That's right. a part of mental health. Right. Um, and so I think that people, once people understand it more, then maybe the dialogue can be open. But I just think that we don't talk about it enough. I, we don't talk about it enough. We don't address the issue when it happens. Some people just blow things off. Like, oh, they just, they acting, they, whatever, they being silly or they acting crazy. No, if somebody says something that triggered you and made you, you know, lift your eyebrow, exactly. you need to be really like, being like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. What's going on here? It's Take because it, it's been moments. It's been moments been up when I've been out with Gianna and, uh, you know, just out and, you know, may see somebody and, you know, not saying that I'm my, my senses are heightened, but to a degree, they kind of heightened when I'm with her. Absolutely. 100%. And, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And so this dude, he was talking, he was talking, but he was talking little, little, little sideways. Right. But nothing disrespectful, but then Gianna was looking at him and I was looking at him and it was just like, he just started like, like screaming and hitting him, hitting himself on the head. And Gianna was looking like, dad, what's wrong with him? I, I just grabbed her hand. I was like, I'm not sure, boo, maybe he having a bad day. Come on. And so in my mind, right then and there, I didn't want to get into, you know, telling her that it was possibly something wrong with him or, mm -hmm. you know, cause I don't know, you know, at five years old, whether she would really understand that. And I just basically was like, well, maybe he having a bad day, boo. He upset. Kids understand more than you believe. And, and, and I had a conversation they understand with, with an more adult. Than adult sometimes. I had a conversation with an adult after that at her school. And she said, Kevin, you should have told her yep. that it was something wrong with him. Yep. So that way she would know that that's not normal. To so recognize it next time. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. And that would, that would keep her, that will ha allow her to understand the actions that she needs to take in order to prepare her in order to protect herself. So yeah. you, um, walking away was good, but explaining what the situation was and, and, and what was wrong. And that moment helps her with the processes of what, what happened. And so then she would know to be able to remove herself instead of just standing here and seeing what's going to happen next. Right. So let me, let me, let me kind of double back because now I got this information in front of me. So it says mental health awareness month, also referred to as mental health month has been in observance in May in the United States since 1949, reaches reaching millions of people in the United States through the media, local and events and also screenings. And then our local, our local office here is the national Alliance on mental health, which was founded in 1979 and they're headquartered in Arlington, Virginia. And they say that they go out, they campaign, they advocate, um, they, they deal with other smaller um, funded groups and they just basically do their thing on trying to do whatever it is they can do to help as many people as they can. And like you said, it's hard for groups like this to act, excuse me, to actually help people if people don't actually one know if they have a mental health issue and two have the resources or the ability to, you know, even, you know, talk to somebody. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's sometimes, you know, people say, you know, uh, things don't happen because of resources or things don't happen because, you know, people don't, you know, put the effort. But at the end of the day, people have to be willing to set their pride aside and say, look, something is really wrong with me and I, and, and I need to go get help. But a lot that, of people don't true. do that. That's true. That's true. But the barriers do exist. There are barriers to um, mental, mental health services and availability of them. Um, but that's true. I, I think that you are absolutely right. Um, recognizing it and saying, okay, something might be wrong with me. Um, and sadly, uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of things wrapped up in emotions in people mm. that are, um, factors in mental health and different things like that and the trauma that people uh have to have endured and different things like that and things that they're that are going on in their lives that they're not able to cope with mm -hmm. or deal with mm -hmm. um creates another problem which 
becomes social behaviors and the way that they interact with others and how they respond to others and different things like that. Um, I mentioned uh, on your um, post one time about emotional um, intelligence. Yes. And that, you know, there are things where um, a lot of people act out because they lack a certain level of emotional intelligence and being able to deal with the way that they process emotions from reactions from others. Um, and so there, there's many things like there could be chronic behaviors. Like these are things that have developed and, and continue along a person's lifetime that, you know, they just don't change. They don't work towards fixing and making better. Um, so there, there's a lot of things that go into mental health and, you know, sadly, people don't get the help that they need early enough. Mm-hmm. But even even when it's later, they still don't even get the help because there's a stigma about, oh, if you go into a doctor, you you um, you got to be crazy or something. What's wrong with you? And there's a lot wrong with a lot of us. <laughs> that is that is that is that's some real shit right there. I mean, there's a lot wrong with a lot of us. Like, I don't always have a 100 percent best day. Um, I do. I slip. Yeah. Every once in a while. Do I. Um, oh, if, if when I'm in my car, if somebody can hear me when people don't drive or people cut me off or don't do something, man, what you would think I was a cold nut. Yeah. I mean, there's triggers. There's many different things and triggers. And um, I, 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 most of the time when people react to certain situations and certain things and different mm-hmm. things like that, there's a trigger. Right, and that's what makes them react. I know that that that's that's true of myself. Um, there's triggers and things that make you go outside of who you are right. and elevate and escalate a situation. Right, and I and I mean for me, you know, I you know I had I had a I, I did an episode a while back on PTSD, and I felt like um, you know when we talk about um the, the 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 gun violence and 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 the violence in general in certain areas you know across the country i mean i mean you being in detroit um you know is one of those areas um mm-hmm. chicago of course dc baltimore um you know you got all of these areas where you got all of this trauma all of this mm-hmm. violence all of this killing and it's like you can't tell me that you know even the person who might have you know, been the the aggressor who might have killed somebody. Well, guess what? Now you got, you know, it's, it's threefold because now he he might be traumatized. The person who, you know, uh, you know, did this act, and then of course the victim, you know, the victim's family they're traumatized, mm-hmm. and so it's just like you got this broad range of everybody just you know domino effect, you know, being traumatized, but you know nobody gets help for it. I mean, you go to the funeral. Yeah. You 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 go through your your grieving process, but you don't really get that help that you need. But yet now it's like okay, months have gone on, the funeral is over with, that's done. Now it's like oh, go back to regular life. No, how can you? How how well, can, how can a child? I mean, not to cut you off, but how can a child watch their best friend at let's say ten years old, watch their best friend get their head blown off, and you expect that that child is gonna you know process that and just be fine? That is very true. It, you know, it, it doesn't happen. And then, you know, even with, you know, with this new, you know, with these new laws that they just put up, you know, with this abortion thing, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's mental health. You know, that, that that's a mental health issue in itself right there, because these women, you oh, know, are, are, they, they're basically saying that women can be violently raped and then they cannot have an abortion. Like what? Right. How, that, how, how is that possible? It's pretty much like saying deal with it. Right. And so mental, mental health, a mental health issue is something that what is something that people are trying to deal with. And clearly they're not because it's, they're acting out and they're doing shit that, you know, normal people wouldn't do. And it's just like our government is just like, oh, well, ain't, ain't nothing going on. They good. Well, because you got to look at it like this, like our problems are not necessarily their problems. You know what I'm right. saying? So That's when true. you don't when you don't experience a certain thing, you're oblivious to what um what the 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 consequences or what the reactions are to that or what they should be you don't That's know true. because you've never experienced it um kind of going back to what you were talking about like the gun violence and different things like that i think that sometimes uh, after the fact you become desensitized like 
okay, so I grew up in the hood. I grew up around that some of those types of things where people were getting shot and different things like that. It wasn't it we and it was such a close um community that you knew who these people were. Like one of our one of our really, really good friends when I was in middle school got shot by his best friend. Mm. He got robbed by his best friend. And um wow. that that impacted me. Lamar's death impacted me greatly. Um when we were growing up. I mean, I, I, but none of us got, none of us got help behind that. We all went to the funeral together and we were support. We were support to each other, but we, we knew both of them. And it was, it was just like, it was, it was crazy. But I think that when, and when you were living in an urban community and these are things that are normal, you also, you eventually become desensitized and that becomes a norm for you. And your, your, your mental shifts, into oh well this is what happened these are the type of things that happen so it's the shock factor is gone right. after it happens two two or three times right. and so you're just like oh well they're not I mean this has happened before I can deal with it so then you go about your daily life but you don't understand that later on down the line that can impact the decisions and the re- the responses that you have to people exactly exactly. Um, that and and you don't understand how 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 much it impacts you. Um, I think actually uh, Lamar's girlfriend, her mother actually got her help. Okay. Um, her mother actually got her help, but yeah, it was. I mean, but that that's what happened in urban communities. But you have to remember, and so the people that you know in the, the the nice suits and you know making all the the changes and you know writing all these things that impact everyone but themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't see that. They don't understand that because that's not that was not their narrative growing up. Their narrative was leave it to Beaver. That, that's that, <laughs> that's true. I'm just saying, like they they didn't see that. They didn't. So you you that's you don't true. understand what you're ignorant to. You know right. that's true. So that's true. um, and sadly, some of them. Ignorance is bliss. So they prefer not to know. They prefer not to understand. Because then that's less stress on them. They ain't got to worry about that. Because right. uh, because I, I 100% give kudos to psychiatrists and the people who have to, the social workers and the people who have to take on other people's problems and take on other people's worries and different things like that because of the cases that they have to deal with. Because that's a lot. Can you imagine right. already going through some stuff and then then going to your job because this is what you do for a right. living to support your family and taking on other people's problems and uh, and and trying to understand what they're going through and trying to get them help and trying to help them. Can you imagine the PTSD that comes from that as a person who has to then go back to their home and try to be normal for their family? And I mean, I I can't I can't say that I can imagine it, but I have a friend, um, and she is, um, I would say she's somewhat of a social worker, and she actually goes around and does interviews for people, and everything that you just described is kind of her life, and I kind of wonder, you know, um, what type of toll that takes on her because she just found out. Um, you know, a family member, you know, might be, you know, terminally ill. And then, um, you know, she she had a situation with her husband where he um, got in a bad accident and his head is now kind of just, you know, messed up. Um, and he's not the same person that he used to be. So, I mean, I know she has a lot on her shoulders now that she's carrying. And then, you know, that's the question. You know, how does a person who actually has a lot to has already a lot to deal with at home actually takes the time and has the strength to go to work and deal with you know all of these other issues that may come up with other people right like i mean you have to be you have to be a strong individual to do that absolutely in in my mind like and the thing is, is is sadly there is a shortage of people in those fields um it's not you know it, it and so that's why another reason why it there's for certain psychiatrists and um, um, psychologists and social workers and different things like that, there's a shortage in that field. Um, and 
sometimes it'll take you weeks or months to get into an appointment with people right because of the shortage right so um i definitely kudos to them because uh it's sadly it's just not enough people to be able to help this problem um that's why i think that there's uh i can't remember who it was somebody opened up somebody's family w.e.d du bois maybe opened up Mm -hmm. a a mental health um in her old house Mm -hmm. i think that i want to say i'm and i may be wrong i don't want to um put that as a, a fact but uh someone opened up a mental health facility um in uh in their family member's name um and it was a very famous person and i can't remember who it was but you know those types of facilities and being able to get people to help that they need and making sure that because do you know where the local mental health facility is where you live at um i think uh there's one on Martin Luther king avenue Um, i'm not 100 percent sure exactly where it is but a lot of the resources that people need in the DMV area, just DC in particular, um, it, there's various locations in the city that people already are known where they are located. So a lot of times okay, people good. just go to that location and just get, you know, uh, referenced or get help from there. Okay, good. So, so it might not be so it might not be that location, but if you go there, you can get get the information say, for the oh, other no, location. Yeah, you can go here exactly. Yeah, because exactly. some uh, some people don't even know they don't know where exactly. to start. They go to their regular doctor. And, and it's not even that doctor. though. It, and, and and let's do and let's just do this. It's not even that. Sometimes people just like you said, people think it's normal. How right. they're oh, yeah, they become desensitized and, and it's just like, oh, that's because... just how he act. No, that's not. No, no. something ain't right. No. And the and the, the fun. The, well, it's not really funny, but the thing about that is, is that there you'll see it all the time. Like you'll see it at like family reunions or like barbecues and different things like that. And when you the family's all together and that one, you know, you know, person who has some issues, you might be an outsider and a you know somebody outside coming in and you be like, right. What is going on? What, and they're like, what is oh, going that's on? just such and such. He that's blah, just, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. Don't you hear that all the time? Right. That's just such and such. He blah, 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 blah. And you over here looking right. like, keep him away from me. Exactly. And, I mean, and guess what? And guess what? And let's, and let's take it even a step further with that scenario. What about if that, if that, if that person goes in the house and then your son or your daughter is in the house with them and then you don't know where he is and you don't know where your son or daughter is, but now they're in the basement and he's doing something to your child. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's no, it's right. hard to it's it's hard to vis- visualize that. But guess oh what? no, that it's not hard to visualize happening. that because now that, that that is a that is definitely a narrative that plays out more often than not, and um, I think that it has been brought to light a lot more. Um, with, you know, the sex offender list and different things like that, and people actually right. reporting people because right. again in urban communities, things like that. Uncle such and such, you know something is wrong with him. You know he be touching right. on people. You know he be doing X, Y, and Z. But y'all want to sweep this up under the rug. Well, guess what? Right. Nowadays, folks is talking. Yeah, that's true. And I'm and I'm happy for that. I mean, because I know once... Absolutely. Um, and you I better hope once... Uncle such and such making a laugh. Right. Right. Because yeah. I remember one time when, when I was talking about the R. Kelly situation, I happened to bring that up. I was like, it's, it's, it's funny to me how you guys are so quick to you know, throw R. Kelly under the bus, but here it is. This man has been dealing with, you know, his sister having sex with him and his brother for years. Oh, as, but I mean, as, as, as a child, that ain't that's not normal. That's not normal. But his actions definitely are not justified because at the end of the day, you could have broken. That oh cycle. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, you, but and, I, there, I, and there's more more than enough information and people saying that this is not right, that's not right, and and people in your camp that said this is not right, and that is not right for you to know better, as right. even a, as an adult for you to know. But better. they but so. they kept it, but they kept it from. I, I'm just saying, I'm assuming they kept it from their mother, so I'm assuming that they kept it from everybody. Like they didn't really go around telling anybody that that that's what was going on with them in the house with, and the sister was the oldest. So I'm pretty sure she was like, if you say something, I'm going to whoop your ass. I don't know. Like, I you know don't know saying? enough to, to comment on that. Right, um, right. To say I mean, but I'm just, or I'm not, just but using at that. the end of the day, like, you know how there's, there's unspoken words in family. Right. Um, where there's situations that people just don't talk about. And, right. you know, that that's certain things that, that happen. And I'm, I'm glad that nowadays people are more apt to act than to allow it to be swept up under the rug right 
Right. And, and I mean, I was just using that as just a example okay. of, you know, a mental health, because I mean, here it is, you got an older sister that's, you know, you know, ejaculating her little brother. Like what type of sick shit is that? Like, because somebody that? did it to her. Somebody and, and did it to her or she seen and that's it. what it's I said. It, 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 yeah. It's a cycle. Chronic yeah. behaviors. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I said, I said, I said, I, I can guarantee you that was not a behavior that she knew. That was a behavior that somebody taught her mm -hmm. because it yeah. happened to her. It happened to her or it could very well could have happened to somebody she, she, that she, she knew. knew very close. Exactly. And, you exactly. know, those types of things. But the, but the traumas that, that occur in life when you are younger have a major impact on who you are when you are an adult. And unless you are willing to get some help or allow some type of change and say, listen, this is not going to be me. This is not going to be my family. This is not how we going to roll. Screw that. I don't like that. That's not cool. And you change it. It's going for, it's going to forever continue. And it's going to, you're, you're going to be impacted as an adult in one way or the other. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, it's it's definitely going to impact you. Um, it's definitely will. I mean, because I know for me, you know, some of the stuff that um, some of the stuff that I w was actually um involved in, you know, just you know, just you know, certain instances that might have came up. Um, and, and you feel like you got to protect yourself, or you mm -hmm. got to help protect mm -hmm. somebody else. And mm -hmm. it's just that it's just that one quick thought. It's either them or me. Yep. Yep. You know and, what I mean? It's, yeah. it's it's not like you. It's not like you get a whole hour to think about what you're gonna do or how you're gonna react. You just right. like is either him or survival. Me. Exactly. Survival. And yep. so you know you put us in these these situations and you're asking us to survive. But guess what we got to do to survive? All types of crazy shit. Right. Because fear fear will make you do whatever. Fear will make yeah. you do whatever. And yeah. so you know it. You just, and even in certain situations that per se can be controlled or you are able to control or different things like that, you don't know even whatever, based on whatever decision you make, you're not sitting there saying, oh, okay, so if I make a right here, my consequence is going to be this. If I make a left here, my consequence is going to be that. In that right. moment, you're not thinking about that. You're not, right. your your mind is not taking you there. you like, what, what? What pop, what's the best case scenario that I can come out alive, or what's the best case scenario that I can come out and I'm good? Right. And so I was looking at some other stuff too, and I'm just bringing this up just for sake of um, conversation. It was a young lady who, um, I want to say, raped a um, a two year old boy and videotaped it wow. and put it on Facebook. Wow! Like, who who does that? Somebody then you got this, and, 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 and then you got this guy wow. in South Carolina who raped a four year old boy and did the same thing, videotaped it. I don't know. Like who? Like 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 you? That that is a mental issue. Oh yeah. Not, I can't say what it is or how <laughs> you got it, but that is definitely not normal. That I mean, it could have been history. Yeah, it's a lot of different things. Um, a lot of different things. Brain chemistry, you never know how they think. Their mental capacity. They it, To them, in their brain, in the way it works, it, it may not be a, a, a trigger that goes off that says this is wrong. Right. You know? Um, it, it could definitely be history. Maybe they were abused. Maybe these are things that happened to them, or um, you know, they maybe they experienced some type of trauma in their life that made them, you know, want to do that to other people, or you know, hurt other people, or different things like that. There's so many different um, factors that go into the causes of mental health problems. And so let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. What 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 are some of the things that you think that you actually did, you know, for yourself when you went through that traumatic event about you, the best friend robbing and killing, you know, the other friend? Like like what what type of, you know, do, can you remember some steps or some stuff that you think you might have did to help you cope with that? Honestly, um, I think it was more so the support of our friends in the neighborhood. 
Um, and I was in school, like, I was a kid, like I was a kid. So I was in school, like I was in um, middle school and different things like that. Um, I don't remember per se, uh, any particular thing that I had done to kind of, um, help myself cope with it. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, the regular things that most people do, you cry it, cry it out, um, try to get out your system, talk about it. But mm-hmm. after time, you know, time elapsed, you know, eventually you get a little bit better because there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I asked that was because I always think of that, you know, we are a village aspect, mm-hmm. meaning that, you know, we had people in the support system that can help us the best way they could, you know, even though they weren't professionals, but we got through it. Right. Right. But even though we got through it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it helped it, us. Right. That right. we are, we still have an issue. Right. I think that um, the, the things that help you are more so, I would say for myself, were the things that I learned later on in life. And, right. you know, how I learned how to cope later on in life with different things that may have happened to me um, in later on down the line. So I think that those are the things that... Right helped me more than anything at that particular time at that particular time it was more the support base um being being around friends being able to talk about it because we Mm -hmm. talked about it all the time you know um and being able to you know just talk about it have a support base you know crying about it and different things like that but I think that as an adult and as I grew up in high school some classes and reading materials and different things like that and seeing people go through certain trauma and how they react to it and you know not wanting it to put you into that type of space right helped with you know any prevention of okay let me be depressed and let me sit in let me sit in this um, and, and, and just be, you know, in this depressed state all the time. And, um, fortunately enough, even growing up in the environment that I grew up in, um, my parents, my father moved us out of that neighborhood when, uh, I think my second year of high school, my right. second year of high school. So, um, but I still was in that neighborhood cause all my friends still live there. My family still lived over there. All my family still lived over there. So, you know, I was still over there. Plus, I still went to school over there. Right. Um, so being able to, even though going through uh, different things and experiencing different things uh, growing up in that neighborhood, I was able to see another environment that was not like that. Right. That's good. So my my father moving us out of that so that we did not, you know, we knew that there was another, another narrative. We knew, we understood that there was another narrative. Right. Um, even though we still went to school in that environment, I still, you know, experienced things that were going on in the hood because I, I was still over there kicking it with my friends and stuff, you know? Right. So, right. you know, I, but I knew that that was not the end all be all. And that was not just what that type of life was about. Right. And, and some of the things that I think about is, you know, you you go through a you go through a traumatic event. You 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 get the time with your support, you know, group or your support system, whatever that may be. And you get over it. Well, you know, for the meantime, you get over it. And then guess what? Boom. Something else happens. Mm-hmm. And then boom, something else happens. Mm-hmm. And then boom, Tyrone or or or, 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 your, or, or another best friend gets killed. Desensitized. You know what I mean? It's, so then it's just like. It's normal. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point for me, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it got to the point for me where in my mind, um, I went to a funeral um, of a friend of mine. Um, I want to say this was, um, I was in college, I believe. And I went to a funeral and I remember going to the funeral, the repass, um, going to the burial ground, all that. And I remember getting home and before I can get on my car, you know what I told myself? Hmm. I ain't going, I ain't going to no more funerals. I just ain't doing it. I'm not going to no mm-hmm. more funeral. Cause I, I just it, it was just something inside of me that was just tearing me up. Like I can't I was gonna say what I made you feel I, that I, way. I can't keep saying this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and 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 for me, you know, it was a little different for me was because, you know, I had put myself in a situation where um, you know, I was I was I I I've been 
I've been placed in certain situations where, you know, things went dramatically wrong. Mm-hmm. They popped that. off. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. I mean, they popped things, off. Dang, shit shit mm-hmm. went dramatically wrong. Mm-hmm. And now another person's family has to endure, mm-hmm. you know, that, that turmoil. Yep. And so it's like, now I'm, you know, dealing with that. But now I'm going to another finish funeral. It's just like this shit don't feel and, right. And 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 let's go here with the you know um, not only experiencing it but being in the thick of it. Um, right. How you come out on the other end of that? Right. Because revenge is not always sweet. Right. When you are a same person, right. and you would have to ultimately end up dealing with the after effects of the actions that you take right and um sometimes we don't think about that when we are so hot and heavy and um you know we hot about a situation we don't per se think about that and the other end of it and especially when you got a lot to lose hmm. you gotta be careful when you got a lot to lose because hmm. if you dealing with somebody that ain't got nothing to lose it's a wrap you you just you just committed suicide. Hey, it, like I said before, it's either them or you. You just committed suicide, not physically, mentally, and mentally. emotionally, with yes. everything that you are going to have to endure because yes. of the action that you took. Yep, yep, yeah. I think about that um um sometimes when um when so when I because you know I'm now single but when I um when I had the gun in the house you know when I was by myself and different things like that I was thinking to myself like man like okay are you going to be able to kill somebody if you have to right are you gonna be able to come out on that on the other end and be okay with that and at the end of the day I'm not even trying to I'm not and I'm not a mean person I'm not an evil person but at the end of the day there are just certain things that I will be just fine with praying to God about Right. No that makes problem. Sense. That no makes problem. Sense. But um would I be willing and okay with the impact that that happens on the other person's family and life and different things? So right. Even though that they are coming in on my territory. Right. And I'm having to defend myself. There's right. another element to that. Right. You know, where people are impacted because of this person's decisions. And so now your decisions, you done made a decision. Now I have to make a decision. Exactly. Which is, and it's, which and it's either me or you. Effect. It's me or you. And it causes a ripple effect on people's lives. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. at the end of the day, I am forever changed. Your family is forever changed. My family and the people who interact with me are forever changed because they're like, are you okay? And am I going to be able to say yes or no? I don't know. <laughs> And watch this. And if the person's family found out, you know, let's just say by, you know, by sake of chance, let's say the person's family found out mm-hmm. it was you and now they feel in a certain type of way. Well, and yeah, well, you have those, but I was saying like more of like an intruder or anything like that. But yeah. let's say, okay, so let's go here with I, that. I like, I, like, I like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, like let's go here with that, that scenario. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, you know, you have a beef with somebody. Exactly. And, you know, will it end? Exactly. Cause my family crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. I tell I tell people all the time. You know, I tell people all the time. You know that 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 I laugh and joke. I like to play around. Um, I'll help you if I can. But it was something about me in the early nineties that you know I didn't have all of this. You know this um, charisma and all of this you know, uh, maturity that I got now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, you could just look at me wrong and I'd be like, nigga, the fuck you looking at? And just with, just with that statement alone, yep. either I was, you either, felt I was ball, either, either I was balling my fist up or I was clenching my pistol. It, it, I'm just going to be honest. Uh-huh. It was either or. Mm-hmm. It was either or. And I feel like now I've gotten to a point where I'm not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've changed the, the mindset, which I, I know a lot of people, you know, talk about mindset. So I've changed the mindset. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, when, when the older people start telling you stuff and, and then it start making sense, like 20, 30 years later, it's like, wow. Cause I remember one time this old lady told me that she was like, Kevin, you're going to realize that every battle ain't worth fighting. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I was like, what? Absolutely. Listen. I was like, oh, so what you fuck you think I'm, you, I'm supposed to just let this nigga right? me? She was like, baby, listen to me. Look at me. She was like, every battle ain't worth fighting. She said, if, can you imagine every time somebody looked at you, if you did something to them, you would drive yourself crazy. Yep. Because like, now, wow. now you got to count on you. And, right. and one of my one of my homeboys out there said the same exact thing. It was like, once you cross a certain barrier, there's no way for you to go back. What are you willing to lose for right. this incident? Right. Because you're going right. to sacrifice something for this incident. Because if it ends up going left, left. What are you willing to sacrifice for this incident? What are you willing to give up? And so that that automatically took me to what I have that no one can take away from me are my nephews. Okay. I don't want to see them on another on, uh, on the other side of some plastic. Right. That would kill me. Right. So I I you know it, having those type of conversations with people who are in the thick of things like that that type of life that's just what they do that's you know. That's just their norm. Right. <laughs> um, and, and them being able to say, look, it's not even worth it. Like just, you know, it certain things are just not worth it. Right. <laughs> Some That's certain true. things are just not worth it. You That's you true. need to decide how valuable this situation is to you because you're gonna have to give up something. Absolutely. You're gonna have to give up something. Um so, you know, it, life is about choices, but mental, me, when it comes to mental, mental health, being able to recognize that you have an issue and recognize that you are, la- you are lashing out at people for a reason right? and that you're having the, these triggers for a reason. And you need to address the reason why you are having these triggers so that you can actually move forward and they not become triggers anymore. Right. That's true. That is absolutely true. AD, look, man, you know, I, I feel like, you know, whenever we talk, it's always love. I feel like, you know, you always bring a different perspective. And I feel like, you know, like you said earlier, these conversations need to keep need to keep going. I mean, with everything that's going on, that's 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 going on out here right now, I feel like some of the, you know, the 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 heart wrenching conversations, the heart to hearts need to keep happening. So mm-hmm. um I appreciate you coming by, man, and, and just you yeah. know, just just sharing your perspective and just, you know, giving some of your your testimony and your life experience. I mean, it's always good to get, you know, that different, you know, life experience from a different perspective, even from a different city. I mean, mm-hmm. from a totally different city where I'm from and you and your shit just look totally different. Right. And so for the people that's listening, man, you know, this is national um, mental health um, awareness month um, if you have any information um, I have some uh, websites oh, for you Kat. okay you, you so, want to shoot some websites go ahead yeah the who um, the world health organization has information on mental health as well as mentalhealth.gov okay okay and then I have one that I just mentioned national alliance on mental health um, and anyway, like you don't have to be a brainiac. If you go on Google, you know how to get on the computer and you right. go on Google and, and you just put in mental health and just hit enter. It's right. going to give you a long list of things. Oh, yes. People, websites, telephone numbers, everything. And I'm not saying it's going to help you in every way, but at least it's a stepping stone to get you started. Absolutely. Stepping stone to get you started. So, man, look, I appreciate you coming through, man. I know we always going to bump into each other again on Facebook. I appreciate you uh, shouting out your old boy wearing a shirt in Detroit and just, you know, no wearing the brand and representing. So I appreciate that. So, again, man, if y'all need help, man, you know, don't 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 be too proud, man. Don't be too proud. And, you know, you know, find that one person who 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 you think could be, you know, the biggest support that you that you that you need and just go to them and talk to them. If you got to cry it out, if you got to get on your knees, whatever you got to do, man, let's 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 do it and try to make shit a little bit better for these babies, man, because these babies coming up in a rough time. And I pray about the babies and the youngest all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. So so from my so from my house to your house, man. It's the six man. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. D, I appreciate you coming through again as always. No problem. And, and like I always say, man, I, I just want us to be better than we were yesterday. Absolutely. Be better than we were yesterday. Peace. Hey, 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 um, don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Cause <laughs> cause 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 that back and forth from Facebook the other day, that shit had me rolling. <laughs>
had me rolling. You hear me? Had me. Don't rolling. do nothing that you wouldn't do, Kev. Is that the '90s, Kev, talking, or is that the 2019? <laughs> uh, hey, look. So, man, look, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Again, I appreciate you coming through, man. And if it's anything that I come up with, another topic, you know, I got you. All right, no problem. Thank you for All having right. me. Peace. Bye. Have you ever needed an important document notarized and your bank was closed? Need someone who would be reliable, punctual, and provide great customer service? Call my man Maurice over at Austin Mobile Notary, 757-325-7353, or email him at austinmobilenotary at gmail.com. Austin Mobile Notary is a new mobile after-hours and weekend notary service. Mention this podcast, Real Talk with the Six Man, and Maurice will give you a $5 credit towards your first bill. Remember, Austin Mobile Notary for convenient mobile notary services. Austin Mobile Notary, y'all. Check them out. Six Man. Y'all be easy.